Welcome to Time to Write. I'm Emily Robertson. And I'm Amy Kelly. We are professional writers and critique partners. We've worked in traditional and independent publishing, podcasting, and social media marketing. Including my novel, Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters, published by Big Five Publisher. My long-running podcast, In the Middle of It. And Accomplished Authors, my business helping authors create an inspiring online presence. We are here to share our creative journeys and encourage you on yours. From the writing process to promoting your work and all of the messy in between, we're here to remind you that your story matters and it's worth sharing with the world. Okay, it's It's time time to to write. All right, friends, welcome back to Time to Write. We're so happy that you're with us today. And as always, we are going to start off with our highs and our lows from this past week as far as writing is concerned. So, Em, why don't you jump in and tell us how your week has been? So my week, I had a really fun thing, which is that I was brainstorming something new, which I totally love doing. I call it the paper doll phase. It is maybe my favorite part of writing because it's all like fun and setting and characters and I don't have to worry about how everything fits together. So that was really fun. And then my low is just feeling like there was not enough time. I had a lot of doctor's appointments. My kids had appointments, like just, yeah, a lot. that was my low. Yeah. Okay. So that's funny that you say that because my high and my low are kind of the same thing this week. And that is this is the week that I took to just knock out all of my annual visits to get my well visit done and my mammogram and visit with my cardiologist because of a heart thing that I have. So I really dread it for whatever reason. I just don't enjoy doing all the things. But also, I'm super grateful to have those resources and the privilege of being able to go see those healthcare professionals. And I'm also really grateful because so far, everything has come back great. So yes, which is awesome, which is awesome. Yeah. But both high and low. Also like patting myself on the back for getting it done. Yes. (laughs) Yay for getting it done. Exactly. Because I think it's easy sometimes to let all the like the be like, oh, I don't have time to go to the doctor and writing stuff. So (laughs) taking care of ourselves. Yeah. Good self-care. Good self-care. Okay. So I am super excited about today because we are talking about TikTok. And that is an area where I, um, I'm super excited to hear Em's expertise on it because she is a TikTok queen. And Em, why don't you talk a little bit because this is kind of a redo. So let's talk about that a little right. bit. Right. So we recorded this episode where I basically download the entire contents of my brain and Amy looked like she had been hit by a bus <laughs> towards the end. And we realized, I realized I have been learning about TikTok for over a year. And so everything I've learned has been built up over the year. And so, and before I did, I think the first time I heard really strongly about being on TikTok was maybe even like two years before, like early, early pandemic. And I like froze and didn't do anything. And so my fear is from the look on Amy's face (laughs) is that I was leading her towards the path of paralysis and fear which isn't helpful. And the big message I want to give everybody specifically about TikTok is that it does not have to be hard. It does not have to be complicated. It can be a very small part of your daily, weekly, monthly practices that has a big benefit. Because I will also say I have seen a big benefit in terms of sales. 
And I did not come in. I've been on for a year. I didn't come in in 2020 when some people did. And so what I'm going to help Amy with right now is where you start when you're like, I have decided I would like to be on TikTok. What do I do next? And we will revisit this topic. Probably, what do you think, Amy? Like two or three weeks, a month? Yeah, maybe so. Like I I think maybe feeling it out because I think we did do that initial recording and it's interesting because when we broke it down to kind of make it more simple, what your suggestion as a starting point was, is what I've been doing over the past few days. So I'm super excited about that. That's super encouraging. But yeah, I think a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And I think we just keep coming back to it because right. it's an ongoing thing. And especially with algorithm changes and all that kind of right. fun stuff. I just love that you're able to kind of nail down the fundamentals because right. there were definitely some things that I did not grasp about the whole thing. So, right. So yeah. I'm going to hit on the first thing I'm going to tell you, which was my big advice to Amy, which is start by watching TikTok. You're going to search for a couple different hashtags. You start with book talk which is the big overarching place where readers and writers hang out on TikTok. There's also author talk. So that's hashtag, which is the number symbol for people who don't know. Some people don't. I was talking to someone the other day who was like, the number symbol? Yes. Hashtag. Or pound, the pound Pound. sign. I've said that to my kids before and they're like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) So pound book talk, pound author talk. What you will find is you're starting on the For You page. Don't Mm -hmm. follow anybody yet. You're starting on the For You page. And you're going to start watching. Oh, you do have to start a profile to start watching. It's pretty easy to set up a profile. So this does not have to be your like final author profile. You can just set up a profile to start watching it. I just went ahead and started one, but you don't have to. So you're going to watch. The important thing about TikTok is it is watching you, what you watch. And it's watching every little facet of it, right? Like how fast you scroll, where you pause, like all of it. Check out. So TikTok is for people who are watching on YouTube, I'm showing with my fingers. It's a scrolling medium. So things come across your feed and you're on your phone. You can do it on your desktop too. If you're a desktop person, you can watch TikTok on your desktop. It comes across your phone and then you were either watching a whole video and then it's sending you another one or you're scrolling past it. The important thing for you to understand as an author, and I only know this because I read a Twitter thread about TikTok. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known this. And if I could remember who to credit, I would credit, but I can't. So I'll just say this woman was an author. She was a romance author. She was a spicy romance author, which means sexy romance, right? She's also a Canadian who was interested in Canadian politics. What she realized is she needed two separate accounts because when you're watching videos about Canadian politics and you're watching videos that's about spicy book talk, your videos about spicy book talk will start to be shown to people who are interested in Canadian politics, which is not what you want because they are going to get away as fast as they possibly can, right? Right. And so then all of a sudden, your videos aren't performing well because people are like, this video is trash. It's not that it's trash. It's just not for them. So you have a very... Now, I would say everybody can follow the people that are huge. Like if somebody has like 9 million followers, you can follow them and it's fine. It's more if you're in... I mean, there are so many... This word? 
niche, niche, niche. Yeah. Niche. There are so many niches on TikTok. There's stripper talk where strippers talk about what they earned for the night. There's babysitter talk. Like there's a TikTok really literally for, for everything, for everything and everyone. And even within book talk for me, I have avoided the spicy romance side of things because I read it. I don't write it. And so if someone picked up Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters, there is a romance theme in it, but it's YA. There's really, there's no spice at all, really. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if someone loves spice, they're going to be disappointed. So I've been trying to keep myself watching people, the authors that I would love to see on the bookshelf. That's kind of who I'm watching. So that's your first step. Well, and and let me just throw this in too, because this is something I did not understand. So I know the algorithm curates what comes up for you and your feed. What I didn't realize is that what you're choosing to watch affects who sees your things too. So it affects right. your audience. So you want to get right. really clear on who your audience is, right? So right. that so that that's the content you're focusing on from right. what you're so saying. Actually, right. that's a great example. What I realized is, okay, here's a great example. I am a reader. I love to read. I'm not on TikTok as a reader. I'm on TikTok as a writer. And so I don't post reviews of other authors' work. I think reviews are great and they're for readers. And once I moved into an author space, for me, like if I love something, I'll shout about it to the rooftops, but I'm not giving like, I'm not a book talker in the sense like, hey, I read this book and here are things about it and all those kinds of things. And tagging Um, people. And tagging people and all that stuff. And so that's kind of a decision I made. So there definitely are a lot of book talkers I follow, but I also make sure to follow a lot of authors. Watch, follow. Okay, that's step one. Step two is just in that back part of your brain, start thinking, what of these videos could I imagine myself making? Just in the back part of your brain. What could I imagine myself making? As you see those, just hit, there's a little favorite tag. Just favorite them. Just favorite the video. You aren't doing anything with that yet. You're just building almost like a library for yourself of, these are things I would consider doing. Not that I'm going to do. I'm considering doing. Any questions about that? No, I think... Just the process of figuring out how to favorite it. I think I'm going to do a story or a reel on that on my Instagram, actually. Accomplished authors. (laughs) Accomplished authors Instagram on how to do that on TikTok. So I'll have a little video for that. Of course, I'll put it on TikTok too, just to kind of make it easier for people. But yeah, I think it's super important. And it's super fun too, to go through. And that's one of the things that I've been really enjoying is going through and seeing like, oh, I could use this you know, viral sounds to do this right. or do that or or being inspired by what other people are doing. Are doing. And how you can, can you do a slideshow from Pinterest? You'll see that like screenshots of Pinterest things with the musical right. background. Like that's really fun. The third thing that I would say, and this is from talking to a bunch of different people, and Amy doesn't have as much of a problem with this, I think, because of being on Instagram, but I've talked to some other people that really do, which is to play around with the camera and with recording without posting. You can save them to your drafts. So just go in there. And Amy, do you think you could record one about this too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like for a sure. story how, do you, how, how to use to, filters and... But also how to save to drafts. 
Oh yeah. Because I've talked to a bunch of people, authors, and people are really afraid about accidentally posting. I will tell Ah, you, if you accidentally post, it's super easy to delete. Like you can just delete it. Your early days, no one's really watching you. There are people who are very worried about going viral. I know that there are. I have not had any difficulties with that. I pretty much stay in the book region and books don't tend to go as viral as like dancing or talking about corn. Right. So just play with the filters, play with the camera, play with the, just play. And also I would say getting back to something Amy and I have talked about a bunch is like, you do not have to do this all at once. You could just sit in your chair after dinner for 15 minutes and be like, this 15 minutes, I'm going to see what filters are and just goof around with them. I'll record it. I'll just look at it. And then once you kind of have a sense of what you like, where you want to be, you feel comfortable and confident with the platform, then there are next steps. But you can't do any of the next steps until you're sort of understanding even what it is. Yeah. Familiar and comfortable with the platform and how it works and all those things. Plus, I would say there's tons of great tutorials on YouTube and and things like that. There's tons of great. But I think I will say, I think the problem people have is they spend so much time tutorialing that they don't get to the place. They have too much information. Right. And they're not experimenting and taking action. I think probably one of our overarching values is action brings clarity for sure. Yeah. Um, And so here's another example. You've been playing for a week. Mm -hmm. You've favorited some videos. They're using a trending audio and you're like, I'm going to maybe give this a shot just to see, right? Just to see. I don't have to post it. I will say there's a timer function that makes the lip syncing way easier, which I did not know. It's in the corner of the screen. Amy can also I'm writing. Yeah, I'm making a note for that to demonstrate. Because that. the timer function, because I was trying to figure out how in the world do I move my lips at the same speed as these other people? Tip number two, which I got this from YouTube, is say it out loud. Yes. It comes off better. Tip number three, I'm sorry, people. You can tell your family to jump off a cliff. People (laughs) are so weird about us making content on this platform. People are like, your kids may be weird about it. My kids have been a little weird about it. Your parents may be weird about it. Your husband may be weird about it. You don't need to care because this platform is selling books. So people are like, it is the single best way to get in touch with readers right now, today in 2023. Well, and I, I just want to emphasize that is a mindset shift that we're asking everyone to make about doing marketing for their book. You are not on as yourself. You are no. on as an authorpreneur. Like right. you, this is a business. Anything that makes your kids cringe or your parents ask questions or whatever, just set it aside because you are selling books. Right. You are cultivating an audience. A whole hilarious subset of TikToks. It's a whole subset. It's hilarious of people. And you could totally lip sync to it because it's hilarious of people being like, no, that's not me on TikTok. No, I know <laughs> that's my name, but that's not me. Because the thing is, this is the mindset shift. It is so different from Facebook. I am not interacting with people I know on TikTok. I don't follow anybody I know on TikTok. Except for authors. I follow authors I know. So I am 
that's not true. I am interacting with people I know on TikTok. They are people I know from my author life. I'm not interacting with anyone I know from my regular person human life on TikTok. My kids don't follow me on TikTok. I don't want them to. The biggest thing to remember about every single thing we do is that a thing that you love is cringe for someone else. And if they don't love it, you don't have to care what they say. Yes. I don't write Westerns. People love them. I'm not going to, I mean, I think I could safely say, I'm not going to write a Western. I don't denigrate anybody who reads Westerns. That's what they like. So same for you. Like if you put on the silliest, although I have had a really funny thing happen with the filters, which is someone texted me because I do post my TikToks to Instagram where I do actually know people in real life. And my sister was like, oh my God, your makeup looks amazing. (laughs) That's a filter. That's a filter. Like, I don't know how to, I can't even do a decent cat eye. I for sure can't do false lashes. Like, no, 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 that's a filter. Right. Which is being the Southern Texas, Dallas girl that I am. I think that's something that I use to procrastinate with filming, which is I don't have my makeup on. I don't have my face on for the day. So Having those filters, I'm really excited about trying those out. That's going to be something Um, I look at. And I think that the other big thing for you before you start posting or as you're sort of figuring things out is to also remind yourself, and this is another big mindset shift, but it's really important for us. We are not pursuing followers. I mean, sure, if you get followers, that's great. It's not why you're on there. We are somewhat pursuing views like later down the road. Like if you're consistently doing something that gets like, like I was posting about doing yoga and it's getting like 15 views. So now I'm not doing that anymore. But that's just because like I could just do the yoga video and just not care about posting about it. But if I really felt that that was important to me, I don't care that it gets 15 views. But like I was just doing it to do something so. Well, and I think that speaks to something that we're going to be talking about in the next episode as well when we talk about your Instagram, which is you really have to go in knowing your goals. And obviously, as authors, our our overarching goal is to sell more books, but that isn't the, it's not the immediate goal. It's not the goal that's going to help you really move the needle, I guess is the, right. is the right way to well, say Well, and I actually would say, I don't even think that's our goal. I okay. don't think our goal is to sell more books. And here's why. Let's say I wrote a book. I'm going to give you guys an example. I read a book once years ago. It actually hit the New York Times bestseller list, but the cover made it look like it was a really sweet story about sisters. And then one of the sisters died at the end. Nothing in the marketing suggested that a sister was going to die. I am very close to my sister. I read that book in my mid-20s. I will never read another book by that author. Mm -hmm. Never. The publisher did her such a disservice because they made it look like it was a cute sister story. And then one of them, they have one got cancer and she died. And so if you hit a bestseller list with a book that's at the wrong audience, where that audience doesn't want to read anything else you write, if you want longevity, which is what we all... I think are going for it. That's a catastrophe. What you want is to build your community. You want to meet the readers who read what you love. You want to meet the authors who write similar things that in future you'll be able to partner with and do giveaways together or do events together or just communicate with because you're writing in the same space. Like that's what you're, you're building a community. And then that community 
by its nature, as long as you remember, and this, we will talk about this later. One of the biggest issues that I have found that many authors find is just remember to post about your books. You're building a community that cares about your books and what you write. And the thing about it is, is think about your favorite authors. We all have one click, must buy authors. I will buy anything they write. Mm -hmm. I will go see them. I will, they're not taking anything from me. I'm delighted to be part of their community. Right. So what we're really doing is building a fan base. Yes. To kind of put it in really simple terms, because it's not just about them buying the first book that we have or the second book. We want them to become people like what you just described, Yeah, which is raving fans. Like you're, they're going to click that. Build, there's that whole Seth Godin thing, but you can build a whole career, a whole career with a number of true fans that are in the thousands. Mm-hmm. You don't need 50 million. Right. So I guess that is my main sort of focus on the TikTok for right now, for people who are just, you're scared to death of TikTok. And a lot of people are really afraid of TikTok. And I would say that like, they think they're going to make you dance. Nobody's making you dance. You do not have to dance. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. (laughs) Sorry, it had to be said. (laughs) And if you want, like you absolutely can dance, but it is by no means a requirement. I would say, I'm just going to say, As you're watching, pay attention to what you favorite and what you watch and what you keep watching, because I think as with all social media, faces matter more Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. other. If I say faces and you get a ton of resistance, I'm just going to say, like, just pay attention to what you as a watcher Resonate with, right. Resonate with, watch. We as humans, I mean, think about it, guys. Babies, what do babies desperately want to see? Faces. We want to see the faces of people. It's how we connect. It's how we connect. That's the bottom line, which is what we're trying to do here, connecting to make a community. So it's going to be your best bet. And I say that having, I think probably the last few videos, reels on Instagram that I've then moved over to TikTok have just been graphics. So later on, we'll get into another episode, what I do for tracking and all those things, but we aren't doing any of that right now. All you're doing right now is just, what do you like? What do you like? What do you like? like? Awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks. I'm excited about that. So Amy, are you reading anything right now? Oh gosh. Okay. So I can't remember if I talked about this on the last episode, but I've read Lee Bardugo's series, The Ninth House, and then the second book. Have you started Hell, Hellraiser? Hellbent. Hellraiser? Hellbent. Hell, Hellbent. No, I finished it. <laughs> I oh, finished okay. So it. I just read Ninth House. Yeah. No, really good. Really, really, really good. I just, love yes. Her. Love her. Very interesting. She's very dark. I feel like Dark is not something that I've really written in the past, but it's very inspiring. And I can see how it draws people. I'm like I was totally sucked in. Yeah. Sure. So um, so for anyone who hasn't read Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters, yes. I do write dark. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, yes. And I do see how you they kind of would be on the shelf next to each other. I know yeah. The Ninth House is not YA and Lee Bardugo. That's her yes. first adult novel. It I is think. her first adult. Yeah. But yeah, I can see how it fits. So I am reading the craziest book, you guys. So research for the new project. So I have a constant dance. It's a dance. Am I procrastinating? Am I working in writing? Am I, you know, 
which thing. So I checked out, of course, a bazillion books about Paris in the 20s and Hot Springs, Arkansas and the 20s in general. Well, I did sit down to start writing and realized I didn't know where people go to the bathroom. Oh, I did think I do sort of need to know that. I mean, it doesn't need to go in the book, but I yeah, I always wondered that. Is it still outhouses in the 20s? Depends on your house. Like if you're in a fancy hotel, there's an indoor bathroom. If you like a live water in the closet, country, it's an outhouse. Yeah. So I'm reading a book called Southern Magic. It was written in the mid-30s. It is about the Ozarks, which is Arkansas and Southern Missouri. And it is all about people's folklore practices. And so far, I've read about health and stuff. So he wrote the book in the mid-30s based on interviews he did from 1900 until then. And so many of these were practices that people were still doing in the 20s and 30s. And they are so crazy. Like if you have warts, cut a lock of your hair and then bore a hole in the tree and then put the hair in the hole and then hammer a peg. To get rid of warts? Warts. And there are a bunch of things in there that I remember as a kid. I thought were family superstitions like don't sing at the table, don't tell a dream before breakfast. There are other things that I thought were just our family that turns out they're in this book. So I was telling my parents and my grandmother the story about the warts. And my grandma said, oh, that cured my warts. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, that's a so whole I, other conversation, no, episodes no, about like energy how, and. <laughs> how much, like I definitely want there to be magic in the book. I don't know how much I'm going to draw on but I'm just, it's fascinating. And what I'm loving is the voices of the people in the book because it came out in the mid thirties are the voices of the people that my character grew up around. So mm-hmm. that is really fun because she's born around 1900. And so that is really fun to feel like I'm kind of getting a sense about who the people she knew were and those kinds of things. So I'm really enjoying that. That's exciting. That's so, exciting. Anyway. All right. right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, remember, your stories matter. Yes. And the world needs them. The world needs them. them. Oh, and make sure to check out Amy's Accomplished Authors because we're going to post a bunch of these tutorials. Yeah. On Instagram. For now. For now. And then so I'm figuring out her TikTok. (laughs) Because I'm figuring out TikTok. So on Instagram, I'm at Accomplished Authors. And how about you, M? So we can see your great work on both TikTok uh, I am and on Instagram. TikTok, I am Robertson Emily. So R O B E R S O N O T Emily. I'm also that on Twitter, although barely there at the moment. And unfortunately, on Instagram, I am Robertson Emily M because <laughs> Robertson Emily was taken by the time I got a. Wow, I would not have thought that. I mean, I know, there's I like going back and thinking maybe, I mean, we'll talk about my Instagram on a future, my Instagram anyway, on a future show. But now I have yeah. like 900 followers. So it's like, I don't really want to, I did briefly have an Emily Robertson writes, but I, I can't manage to Instagram. So, yeah. so it's Robertson, Emily M. Love it. Love it. Oh, okay. and on TikTok, I am actually at the ish girl, T-H-E-I-S-H-G-I-R-L. All right, friends, we are so excited to talk to you next time. We'll be talking about Emily's Instagram. Yes. Bye. Bye, people. Thanks so much for being with us today. We love our people and we want to get to know you better. So email us at questions at timetowritepodcast.com to have your questions considered for the show. You can also suggest topics by emailing us there. 
Also drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will it thrill us. Seriously, we read everyone. It also helps others find the show. We're driven by sharing stories and your review helps us do that. Just remember your stories matter and we're rooting for you to find time to write. Even if it's only five minutes, five minutes, you can do it. You can do it.